0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: You're listening to The Catch with John Fisher on Blog Talk Radio. Connecting life to faith. Trying to get it together. Trying to help the fellow.
0: Welcome everyone to the Catch Blog Talk Radio. My name is Marty Fisher and I'm going to be the Robert, uh, the uh, what is that woman name? Barbara Walters um, uh, for the show as far as introducing people. Um, and obviously I'm not Barbara Walters, but then again, this isn't 2020. I'm really kind of excited about tonight and that I get to be able to host this show this show. Featuring John Fisher, who, of course, is the founder and pastor of the Catch Ministry, as well as Gunnar Simon, the minister's vision caster, as well as our producer. I'm going to attempt to lead this conversation uh, with, with both of you, uh, by beginning with two questions. One question for you, John, and then one question for you, Gunnar. Um, after that, don't wait for me to give you permission to talk. Just banter away. I might interrupt along the way with a question of my own, but um, let me just start out with this question, John. Uh, The ministry, the Catch ministry, um, bears the words grace turned outward in everything it does in the daily writings for the Catch, the podcast, and today um, on to Block Talk Radio. We know what grace is. We might even know what it is to turn grace outward, but what does grace turned outward look like? Is it tangible? Can it be picked up? Can you look at it? Can I embrace it? Tell me about it. What does it look like? Mm.
2: Hmm, absolutely.
0: Well, before before I,
2: I, I try to paint a picture of it, um, I, I do think it's important to not assume that we all know what it is, and even what grace is, um, because grace is is something we talk about, we hear a lot about, but I, I'm I'm not sure we all really know what it is or have experienced it. Uh, maybe I'm just, I should talk about myself here because I, I was a Christian for years, um, supposedly before I really understood grace because what grace is, is uh undeserved favor. It's completely undeserved. It's, it's God giving us eternal life, giving us, um, what we do not deserve and not giving us what we do deserve, which is punishment uh, for our sins. And um, to be let off the hook like that and to be loved simply for who I am. Once that happens to you, uh, I think it, I think it eternally changes the way you see other people and and that's the way it goes outward. It has to, because if God has unconditionally loved you, then he, he's done the same thing with everybody. It's not just a few, few of us that get this. But, but he has reached out to everyone. And if that's true, then I need to look at everybody as if they are favorable to God, undeserved. Uh, Pleasing to God just by who they are And regardless of whether I agree with them or not um, They are uh, human beings With whom God has has loved And forgiven, died for, rose again for And I think, see, once that happens Then to me you lose all judgment. You lose all condemnation. You lose all sense of measuring yourself um, spiritually, uh, toward uh, sizing yourself up to other people, because you're you're at the bottom. You you got God's grace freely, and therefore everybody else gets it too. And so it's it's not like not we are not making comparisons here. we We are simply loving people undeserved as we are loved. and so the way that would look is that it it, uh, it, it opens up the way we see people and walk with people that That would mean that we could walk with people who we totally disagree with but we would see them uh un- undeserved in, in in grace and uh I I know we were talking we're going to talk about this in a minute but um we were talking about the the the, the march on on Washington after the inaugural um and the women and men who took part in that and uh you know there could be uh, there. There were obviously many Christians in that in that march, but there are also you and I know there are many Christians who think that if there were Christians there, they should have their heads examined. You know, because you know, that's, that's a pro-choice group. Uh, they, you know, they they are you know probably for gay marriage and all these bad things. Bad
0: well,
2: things. Yeah, because they, they think are bad things. That, that's that's the way that's the way someone might think. But
0: if great, you God great? Refer to, wouldn't you want to refer to it? Maybe as an issue that we're we're looking at and examining versus it's bad. Yeah, yes. Yeah, absolutely.
2: I'm. I'm I i did not want to imply that that these were bad things. That that mm-hmm. I, I wanted to apply the way people the the way people were thinking, and that that would be a judgmental. Type of statement, in other words, and, and and yet, if God's grace has 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 come to me, then I give that to everyone, and therefore, a person who are against maybe all those things could also march in that parade and should march in that parade and walk next to people, and and give them his great his grace as God has given his grace to us. And find out, guess what you're going to find out? You're going to find out who these people are that you formerly might have stood apart from and, and, and judged. So I, I think that's pretty tangible. Um, yes. It's really the way we treat people.
0: But being tangible like that means walking alongside and, um, and, and, and being that actual grace turned outward, not just some words and um, something, you know, from a universal perspective. Um, you're actually turning out the grace and walking amongst people. And that, to me, is very, very tangible, John. Okay, on to Gunner. Gunnar just recently, um, Gunnar has a post that he writes on, a, uh, on a weekly basis. It's called Thoughts from the Horizon. Um, and I'll give you later the, um, where you can find it. Um, but on a recent post that he wrote from Thoughts from the Horizon, uh, from U2's album War and the song Sunday Blades Sunday, he quoted this before he began his work of writing, and this is a quote from the song. And the battle's just begun. There's many lost, but tell me who has won. Trenches dug within our hearts, and mothers, children, brothers, sisters, torn apart. Gunnar, help me understand something. Uh, what, tell us what you want us to sit, know about these lyrics, and how can we move from the place of division that we find ourselves in, um, to Grace, and then Grace turned outward.
1: Yeah, absolutely,
0: and uh, thank
1: you. You know, it's funny. You know, I, we've we've all listened to this song. Uh, if you've been a U2 fan since you know the '80s, and uh, it's been mm-hmm. one of their their biggest anthems. Uh, you know, remember when the video came out, and and, mm-hmm. and as we dig into the song, we learn about you know what was going on in Northern Ireland and such. But uh, you know, for me, um, the one line in that that speaks out is. Um, the trench is dug within our hearts,
2: you know, mm. and the battle's
1: just begun. There's many lost, but tell me who's won, you know? I mean, you know, I, I'm thinking mm. of this through the lens of social media, which is the modern day arena, right? Um, mm. <laughs> people mm-hmm. are, are wanting to sign off social media because it's a battlefield. People are getting unfriended, you know, you know, and, and, and it, we just get thrown into this. The battle's just begun, uh, but the trench is dug within our hearts, and mothers children's brothers, sisters are torn apart, and I think about that one line, and I think about earlier on in the song, you know and I can't believe the news today I, I can't close my eyes and make it go away. How long, how long must we sing this song and and i and I think about that, and I go, I think we all have a choice, I think we all have an opportunity, uh, but it starts with us, you know to turn something outward, it starts from within, grace turned outward, I think we all have to take a a look at our hearts and the trenches we've all dug within our hearts and and I think that I think that that's what I'm trying to convey there is this uh this sense of like we need to look within first, and I think for me for me to be able to really exercise grace, I need to stop and think and and and, and have a real discussion with God If have I received his grace have I, mm. do I walk in that grace because i have I tasted it? Because I can't give it away, and I can't, you know, push it outward if I haven't received it, and fully received it. And I know that it says, you know, that, you know, we don't, you know, sin because so grace would abound. But I thank God that grace does abound because I need it every single day. But so that's mm-hmm. that's where I'm really in that, that blog post that I wrote was really talking about, I think it starts with us. It starts with each of us. And have mm-hmm. we tasted that grace? That What is that trench that's dug within our heart? Let's start there and then from there, you know, we can we can we can move this forward because the last lyric of the song on Sunday Bloody Sunday says the real battle just begun to claim the victory Jesus won. Mm. Yes.
2: Yeah. Gunnar. So um Well have... oh, go ahead.
0: <clears throat> no, I was just gonna say that I mean, what you're saying you're taking this giant word this universal word called grace and you're making it personal you're saying it starts with us tell me something how will we know when we've achieved it how will we know when we've made it ours personal and it is then ready to be turned outward
1: oh well, i mean i think that's you know i mean, that's uh, i think that's just that personal journey and that faith for me personal speaking for myself i mean that's a that's a you know uh a trust thing and, and a trust and faith that I have in God, you know, that, you know, I'm forgiven by the blood of Jesus, you know. And, you know, as I continue to hunger and thirst for righteousness, you know, I'll be satisfied and filled. And so I think that, for me, what does that look like? Um, mm-hmm. I, I, think it's just, I think it's a process in life that, we you know, as we continue to walk, you know, that, you know, and we become more like Jesus and, and we, 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 we begin to shine that light. Um, you know, I think it just—it just, it just it
2: starts rubbing off of it. I mean, <laughs> it's a great question. You know, yeah. I know, John, you want yeah. to interject as well. Well, I was thinking, uh, as far as Marty's question, um, how do you know if you've yeah. embraced that grace uh, <clears throat> right away? I thought, well, I think one way you would one is it—it it, it completely makes you humble. You you are yes. on on the on the verge of humiliated really. Yes. And 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 the the point is there is if you think that you are better than anybody yes. out there, then you probably haven't embraced the grace of God. Yes. Uh, to me to me it starts it starts on the bottom rung. Uh, uh, of the latter and and uh yeah i, I remember a, one of my favorite songs i ever wrote was uh, uh, you're not the only one you're not the you're only one favorite in a in a picture in that song i have i have myself in in the middle of a sea of humanity trying to ju- judge who would rise or who would fall and suddenly i found myself among them and it mattered little um, who was right or wrong, you know it yeah. didn't matter um, and uh, and then and then all of us looked up at at the Lord, all the same, we found him all the same the same way, and we're all the same level and uh boy, when that happens uh, it, then, then you've got it, I think, and it changes the way you see everybody. So it
0: sounds
2: I, to me, I, go ahead, sounds go ahead. to me like John,
0: we're talking about stepping out of a place of isolation. That um, would you think it's possible that God's allowing mm-hmm. all of this distraction and all of this discourse and division, possibly to encourage all of us who know the Lord and know grace to step out of that sense of isolation, and and and, and embrace as Gunnar said the uh, lyrics from the, from the wow. song. Um, um, that's exactly what it was. Um, uh,
2: huh. That's a great touching,
0: thought. Uh, touching dug uh, drug, within our hearts. Touches dug within our hearts. I'm curious mm-hmm. if maybe, um, maybe we've been living in this very goody two shoe. All have all the right answers know the word inside and out, but in a place of isolation when he's calling us out into this uh, division uh, possibly. And the division might not just be because of this last few weeks and and, and the weekend and and what's going to come forward, but maybe even um, pulling ourselves out of the isolation to enter into the marketplace and maybe pulling ourselves out of the isolation into our broken homes uh, where we might be able to um, discover other family members who are strangers living in their own rooms of isolation and that so the idea of pulling people out of wow. isolation and bringing them in, mm-hmm. into life i um, hear that in your songs i hear that Gunnar, uh, gunner and the things that you were saying um does that bring any perspectives to what's been going on over the last two weeks over this last weekend with the women's march throughout yeah. the country and um and in european cities you know throughout paris are uh, so many cities in europe mm-hmm. uh, that often mm-hmm. this march what do you think
2: I, th- I think it's a great great, sure, yeah. and, and it's certainly a way to turn turn all of this negative into a positive um, mm-hmm. that that maybe that's, that's what we can do here. I, you know, I think one of the big problems that's happened in the last 20, maybe even almost 30 years is that we as Christians have allowed issues to over, to, to, to overrule people, and we've, we've allowed morality. To overrule grace and the gospel, and um, and so we've lost it. And, and the, you know, the, the Christians. The, there were tons of Christians, you know, w- w- men and women in in that march, but there were also yeah. tons of Christians. There are tons of Christians who wouldn't be caught dead in that march, and probably think all mm-hmm. the Christians who were there should have their heads examined. You know, and yeah. why, why, why is that? Well, it's because they were all pro-choice. You know, they're this yep. or that. And yeah. that's because those things have become the issues and not the people. And, <laughs> and, and 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 if some of those people could just, you know, get in some someone uh, else's shoes and walk they should <laughs> – if you feel that way, then maybe you really need to go to that march and walk, <laughs> walk in there yeah, and, and you know, find out. You know, <laughs> I think you're really I think right, right, you
1: know. I mean, for – you know, I look at this and um, it's hard. I grieve, you know, because I think that there's, you know, we're we're all made by the same hands, and um, mm-hmm. I think oftentimes we forget we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Um, sometimes we just have the wrong enemy, and uh, and but I think that mm-hmm. you know it's. I ask the question. I think I think when we're walking in grace, and we just and we receive that grace, we're showered by grace. We come to that place and said, God, I need it. I need your mercy, I need your grace, we, we seem to then, you know, the, when we inhale grace and that mercy, it's almost like, you know, getting back to your question, Marty, it's like we exhale humility. And yeah. um, <laughs> because, you know, I think that, you know, we all get worked up so often in our echo chambers. You know, we mm. get worked up and there's this thing called a hype cycle effect. And, you know, and I, another thing I was writing about is the mission is outreach. I think a lot, oftentimes when we fail every single time we f- we fight those we oppose from within the safety of our own echo chamber, you know, and to me, I'm just convicted of that. Where's the humility you know um, you know, as far as having dialogue and conversation, you know I love what uh, Martin Luther King says. we must, in strength and humility, meet hate with love mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. so what you're saying, Glenn, is that mm-hmm. we can actually. As believers, be surprisingly emotional about positions, um, and still represent the grace turned outwards. Is that correct?
1: I, I That's think so. Okay? I, mean, I think that yeah, I I I believe so. I mean, I think that we, we look. We all come from different journeys in life, right? We all have different stories. We all got to this place from different places,
0: you know. Mm-hmm. And and
1: I think that if we would just stop long enough, and and um and, and just, you know, lay down our swords and wash some feet, uh, be mm-hmm. able, we might be able to get to the, we might be able to get to, um, the heart of the matter, which uh, is always the matter of the heart of where people are and meeting people where they are. Being, you know, for me, I've always said I'm pro-people, um, you know, versus <laughs> pro I'm pro-people. I'm going to meet them where they're at, not necessarily mm-hmm. where I'm at.
0: That's excellent. Mm. So, tell me something. I know that you work with a homeless a great deal. Um, it's a very humbling um, experience that you go through. It's not, you know, bringing a church full of people and buses to the to the enemy line, but you're you're there amongst people, and I, I understand it. You all are washing these people's feet. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, we have a foot uh, washing, you know, our station uh, along with uh, haircuts and all kinds of places, you know, and just, you know, loving people because people matter. But you're amongst them. Hmm. You're not
0: having them, you're not apart from them coming in and, and giving this marvelous service, like having your hair, it's just part of, of of being amongst them. You know them by name, yeah. I think. I, at least I've you yeah,
1: tell I mean, me that. And I'll tell you what, that's the biggest thing I've learned in going down there on those side trails. The biggest thing I've learned in going down and being a part of the homeless in the community over the years is, is, is that, you know, I... I want to, if I can just remember their names, because they go the entire week, nobody ever knows their name. If you come Mm -hmm. back, because people are going down there feeling good about themselves, feeling good about myself, I'm I'm serving, and that's great. But you know what? You know, they may or may not ever see you again. But if you come back again and you remember their name, Mm -hmm. you humanize them, you put put skin on the bones, a heartbeat.
0: If you say saying a heartbeat, you know, it reminded me, Gunnar, of another song that you two did from the same album. It's called Two Hearts, and it goes something like this. I don't know how to say what's got to be said. I don't know if it's black or white. There's, only, uh, there, there, there's others that see it red. I don't get the answers right. I'll leave that to you. Is this love out of fashion, or is it this time of the year? Are these words distraction to the words you want to hear? Two hearts beat as one. Two hearts beat as one. Two hearts.
2: Hmm. What
0: do you think about that? What in yeah. relationship, you're been saying?
1: Yeah, I John. You want to I think. Uh,
0: that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um,
2: what that what that song is doing is it, it's what you were talking about, Gunnar, when you said you're into you're into people. Um, it, it, it's bringing people together, and um, mm-hmm. when we were talking about the homeless. You know, we've had Jeff. Uh, Jeff Lockett on here twice, yeah. and Jeff and Kelly are homeless. Uh, although they now have an apartment, and we've been able to help help them get an apartment. And um, but for and years case, years, their
0: own key for the first time, in what, Nineteen years.
2: Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Nineteen years on the street. But if you you know, I I asked Jeff on this on this show numerous times. Um, I mean, both those times, I'm sure I asked him, you know what. What do we do? What what? Do you, what's the thing that we can do that'll help you, the people who are on the street the most? And every each time he said the same thing. It, it was basically talk to him. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's all he what, said. Need is you know? one. Talk, yeah, talk to him. <laughs> you know, be be a human being. You know.
0: Exactly. And, and there's, Reach there's across. Find issues. the common ground. There's always going to be issues. Yep. There's always going to be um, a, a me disagreeing with you. And I get to be yep. able to, according to you, be passionately, emotionally involved with what I, I'm, I'm experiencing and want to deliver as a message um, um, and, and still represent um, grace turned outward. Without having to be a, a more like Oscar says you know, let's get in the marketplace and share each other's thoughts respectfully, mm-hmm. um, but uh, interacting with um, each other with passion and and um, without uh, and still being able to give out the grace turned outward that's been given but, to us.
1: Yeah, you know, if I could, you know, jump in there. I mean, I'm thinking if you tell that story, John, and you talk about these guys, you know, I think again, you know, the the core question here is, you know what is that trench that's dug within our heart? You know, I yes, think so right. many of us are blinding you to take the, you know, the log, you know, you know, take the log out of your own eye and such. But what is that trench that we have as we, as we seek God? What keeps us, what's that, you know, in, in the iron here, as we talk about, you know, whether or not we agree about someone, you know, uh, building a wall, uh, I think if we were all honest, we, we, we've all built a wall around our heart. And, you know, and you talk about the trench that's dug within our heart. But, I, you know, I, I remember a time, if I could, um, where I, I was asked to speak at a, uh, t- a youth uh, film camp, and they wanted me to speak about social justice. And, and I talked to these kids. I said, you've got to take my eyes beyond that which my eyes have seen. And I, and I started describing to them this friend of mine who is in his 50s. He'd been in prison for 19 years, and he was homeless. And I described them walking down the street. I said, what do you see? And they said, oh, I see someone that's lazy. I see rough. He's a bum. He's all of these things. I said, okay. I said, Mm -hmm. now let me tell you, what if I told you that when he was nine years old, he began to be molested by every single one of his family members. They would lock him in a trailer in his backyard without food for three or four. And, um, that's how he started life. And then he kind of, kind of, you know, went into life not trusting anyone, not feeling anything, nothing. Mm-hmm. I said, now let's fast forward to that guy that I was describing to you a few minutes ago. Now, what do you see?
2: Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I
1: don't know. I think it's a perspective thing, and I think that's the power mm-hmm. of grace. And as we look, we need that mm-hmm. grace to help us dig out from that trench that's dug within our hearts. And I think when we taste it, we begin to allow our eyes to see past what our eyes have seen. We begin to see yeah. people at heartbeats that can't mm-hmm. be... I'm
0: going to interrupt both of you You know, about to run on time to simply ask you guys, because you know, it will bring it back to us, you know, if, if, to look at someone that's homeless for 19 years and has been um, molested at, at, at nine years old, which is, of course, pathetic. I mean, nobody wants to consider those realities to anyone. But today for us, for the the good old American evangelical Christian who um, is is dying to jump in to the game um, um, and yet is, Mm -hmm. is maybe in isolation on the sidelines, do you think, and I'm going to close with this question, and then you guys can close with prayer when you're done in about four minutes, do you think, as Christians, we're having a hard time telling the difference between living a real life as a Christian and living or thinking as a Christian? In other words, what would a real life as a Christian look like? What would my life look like if yeah. I was living a real life as a Christian in real life
2: I think uh, I'll start, um, i 'll start because i i I got excited listening to you guys talking about uh, that the the trenches in the heart actually um you know Bono picked the perfect word that's the trenches is the perfect word for for what he's trying to express there because what is it? What do you dig a trench for? Well, you dig it yeah. for protection, you dig it yeah. to hide you dig it mm, to to so that so nothing comes nothing <sighs> nothing sails over and hits you you know mm-hmm. so you're it, it's it's that whole isolation thing again, and it's being protective and and it's can- you know. It's fear. Uh, I'm in a trench because I'm afraid, and there's bullets going over my head, you know? Come on. uh, uh, That's what's going on. And and what does it mean, you know, to not have a trench? It it would mean to be vulnerable. It it would mean (laughs) to be out in the open. It would be out in the open and take whatever comes uh, because... Because that's what a Christian looks like. I mean, that that's what Jesus was. Uh, he was he he was open, shared himself completely. He his weaknesses, his uh, you know, he suffered and died on a cross for it. You know, um,
0: gentlemen, I'm going, totally going to, um, to interrupt you. I'm going to interrupt mm-hmm. you now because um, we're going to be off in about a minute. I want to thank you, Gunnar, for joining us. Um, you can reach Gunnar with his thoughts horizon at gunner g-u-n-n-e-r-a-r-s-i-m-s-o-n-s-c-s-e-n um it's called thoughts for horizon you can google that and then of course you know john and you can reach him at the catch catch um thank you so much for being a part with us tonight john would you close us in prayer please you've got about one minute
2: (laughs) well thank you lord uh teach us father uh teach us humility Teach us your grace And uh, help us to uh, Each one experience What it means to, to, to have your grace Placed upon us And then to be able to then turn And, and treat everybody The way you have treated us And uh, May we walk as real Christians ask this in your name Amen Amen
0: Amen Thank you again Connor, For being
2: with us And John let this again.
0: You're listening to the Barbara Walter is signing up. Connecting light
1: to face. We're just trying to get it together. We're trying to help the fellow man. We're hoping we can make it.